0: this week on ultra 64 we are getting wet and wild with wave Race 64 hydro thunder and polaris snow cross because snow is also wet Welcome everyone to Ultra 64, we are the internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast, also the comprehensive podcast on what things are wet, because I've established <laughs> it now that I know at least two things, water, snow, wet- wetrix. Wetrix. wetrix, wetrix is the third thing that is wet. And um, the
1: video game Wet, was that wet?
0: That, uh, it wasn't as wet as you would have thought, okay. actually, weirdly. It was about wet work, which is assassination, I guess. But yeah, either way. Sure. Uh, we are the Comprehensive Nintendo 64 Podcast. Each and every week, we are playing a different, randomly selected game from the Nintendo 64. And we are jumping on top of it, and we are diving through waves, and we are getting confused and bored by snow. And my name is Steve Guntley.
1: Hi, I'm Woody Siskowski. My brain is broken. <laughs> Somebody help me. (laughs) All of our
0: brains are broken. We are joined by a special guest who's going to be somewhat of a a phantom shouting in occasionally. I'm not sure exactly, but Lindsay Pennington is here with us. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. We are happy to have you. Uh, (laughs) Yes, we are talking about three games today, Wave Race 64, Hydro Thunder, and Polaris Snowcross. And I'm going to (laughs) apologize in advance to fans of any of these games because a little peek behind the scenes. It's election night, and we are drinking because... uh, Because we need to, because the world needs a drink right now, and we're desperately trying not to pay attention. This is a weird night to be doing this. Yeah, it was
1: it was was for our own sanity, but not for the quality of the podcast. And I don't know; it feels like it has already backfired in terms of our own sanity.
0: You know, I was trying to do a
1: bit of like, "Hey, there's something special going on tonight." You know what's special going on tonight? We're recording the Wave Race episode (laughs) where we people like talk in like years and be like, "Where were you when they recorded the Wave Race '64 (laughs) and Hydro Thunder episode of Old?" 64. A lot like, of people are really looking at this as I was watching like... some forgettable event on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> people are really looking at this as like the turning point for our podcast. Like I people think so. are very tense about how this podcast turns <laughs> out. We've had to endure
1: you know? what, 3 3 years of us. 3 and years of us. Cho- yeah. We, we wow. make a choice to sort of Turn the corner here and actually start being good at our jobs. Any minute now. The job yeah, we don't yeah. get paid for.
0: This is the moment we finally oh, became no, a Lindsay podcast. going to comment on how
2: I suck. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to say you don't get paid, but you already took it away from me, so it's okay. Yeah, We're all good. You know, okay. you
0: know. All right. Let's get into these games because, uh, you know, wh- why not? What the hell else are we doing tonight? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's, nothing. Let's start with our first game, and I think it's the game everyone uh, tuned into this episode to listen to, and mm-hmm. that is Wave Race 64. It was released November 1st, 1996. It was developed by Nintendo EAD and published by Nintendo. And this is, of course, an N64 exclusive. Uh, I did not know that this was a sequel. I did not know there was an original Wave Race. I, I thought this was know the that first either. one. Yeah, also, th-
1: the way you said that, it made it sound like you had just learned the words. Like, we were teaching you English, and you were like, an <clears> original, <throat> a Wave Race? A Wave
0: Race. It's like a race, but there is a wave there. I've, I've just had tequila, so I'm a little drunk. I almost dropped my notes right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, we're falling gonna be a-
1: apart. I also realized that <laughs> we're beer, three makes, minutes beer makes me burp, Yeah, and I usually do not drink on this podcast, and now I know why.
0: There we go. There we go. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, Lindsay's great. Lindsay's driving <laughs> us home. Ah yeah, though <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the original Wave Race debuted on the Game Boy in 1992. So this is one of those rare oh. games where we have a console version of a uh, console sequel. To a Game Boy uh, original, like I have
1: never seen that game for Game Boy.
0: In there's a good my reason. I, I looked up footage of it. It is utterly unremarkable. It is just a top-down, somewhat isometric shooter, or not shooter <laughs> racer. Like, <laughs> wow, they
1: really took a lot out of the N sixty-four. <laughs> yeah, you got lasers and stuff on your jet skis. And, like it, it's yeah. kind of a weird.
0: This is a, this is a weird series for them to go back to because I don't think the original was like a big hit or no. anything. Like I don't think anybody really cared about it, but. Um, the big thing with this game is that they wanted to really demonstrate what the Nintendo 64 right. could do. This is a tech demo game. This is a tech demo game, It's a, it's a good tech
1: demo game, but it's a sure. tech demo game.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, the big claim to fame that this game has is its water physics. You Which know, was which the is, same
1: claim to fame that Wetrix had.
0: Uh, uh, yes, and I think this one claims that fame much better because... Yeah. Wetrix you could barely tell it was there was even water in an right. entire puzzle game based around water.
1: <laughs> Their physics were so realistic that the water was perfectly clear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 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 water here looks fantastic. It still looks fantastic. Yeah. Like uh it, and what's more, it feels like you're on water. Like it, they get it. Yeah, you're it,
1: you're a regular Jesus Christ playing this game. I am walking I am. on water.
0: Just just cruising along with blood coming out of my hands, you know? Like really fun.
1: I think you might have your chronology of the Bible mixed up there, Steve. No, I'm
0: pretty sure it's right. I, I wasn't talking about the Bible. I was playing oh. Mario Party earlier and my hands are bleeding. So, okay, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's all that is. Uh, yeah, so Wave Race 64 still looks great. Uh, in fact, like the tech demo for this was so impressive for like the water physics engine that uh shigeru miyamoto actually decided to jump onto this project as a producer okay and he kind of uh shanghaied it a little bit and turned it into something different than what was intended the original wave Race 64 was going to be futuristic it was going to have like transforming boats and weapons and things like that okay and i feel like it would have been a worse game um i don't know
1: it would have been done different things i think I mean, it's worth noting this is like the third game on the N64.
0: It's only the third. Yeah, third game Um, period.
1: And I think that that would have been a little too ambitious for something to come out there. I think that this game succeeds um, because it's not very ambitious. I mean, it's not even unambitious. It's just straightforward. It's contained. It knows what it wants, and it's not throwing in a bunch of extra modes that kind of dilute it down with all of its water.
0: That's actually all three of these games today are very direct, and uh, there's not a lot of not a lot of bells and whistles in any of these. Yeah, um, which is fine. Um, I think it's to the to the betterment of most games. I think to be a little simpler. Yeah, um, yeah. So Shigeru Miyamoto came on board, and he kind of uh, uh, restructured it a little bit, made it simple, made it fun uh and this was actually quite a big hit and you know like you said is the first non-launch game on the n64 i mean i
1: imagine that this game was a hit because of that situation i I think think any game that would have come out in that range is going to be fairly successful unless it was like uh dual heroes right (laughs)
0: it's it's a first party nintendo game coming out like a month after everyone's been playing super mario 64 to death you know like yeah you're probably ready for this uh, this is the 14th best-selling game on the console. It sold 2.9 million units. That puts it right below Star Wars Episode One Racer and right above Yoshi's Story, Lindsay. Yeah, that's right. This sold better than Yoshi's Story. I hope you're not too mad.
1: Uh, uh,
2: never mind. I'm not going to say
1: it. <laughs> okay, good. Really, Thank we're you. We're moving along. You're really contributing here,
2: Lindsay. <laughs> 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 I told you I would with beer in hand. Yeah, okay.
1: that, that's true. Fair enough. Uh, Lindsay's so, just here to be my lightning rod of hate. I need to just like (laughs) focus my energy and anger onto someone else.
2: Every single time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, as big as this game was, it only received one sequel, which was the GameCube launch title Wave Race Blue Storm, uh, which was a bit of a sales disappointment, especially for a launch title. And the series has not had an entry since. I think we're more likely to see another F Zero before we see another one of these. Yeah. But, uh,
1: I mean, you know. F-Zero has an identity. Like, this game is very... This game reminds me a lot of 1080 snowboarding in the sense that that was sort of felt like a minor game for the N64, even though it sold pretty well, and then got a forgotten sequel on the GameCube. Yeah. And it's like... It, 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 I think Nintendo misunderstood that, like, the reason people had nostalgia or that Rave Race and 1080 sold well on the N64 was, like, because they were sort of all that was available and they filled a niche. And yeah. it's like when those are on the gamecube they're just it's not like an identity there you don't like really trust the branding of wave race no not necessarily yes. it's like or like all the lovable characters the new- from this game such as d mariner
0: the new wr game is out yeah. i better go grab that exactly
1: thing. Uh, one of the big changes
0: that uh, Miyamoto installed here was, uh, you know, obviously he changed the transforming robots into simple <laughs> jet skis. And jet ski is the proper term. I've learned from researching this episode that jet ski it's the is P-C a brand. term,
1: if you will. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The uh, the the personal craft. Yeah. Personal nice. watercraft, that is. Yes, jet ski is the proper term. It's kind of one of those things like Kleenex where, like, it is a brand name, but we don't really use it as a brand. You use it as kind of a catch-all uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, owned by Kawasaki and they did offer their uh, exclusive license for this game over in Japan. We also would have gotten ads for Fanta orange soda, but we didn't get those here. No. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but I feel like this game was kind of ahead of the curve for advertising in games. We talked about crazy taxi on a Patreon episode. Yeah. Like that was weirdly like a selling point for that game. like, <laughs> you we to have go real to KFCs to go to and pizza huts. huts. Yeah. Like who cares now? <laughs> but like, it was kind of, it was kind of a big deal at the time. Uh, so, yeah, the virtual console release of this eventually stripped off all of those licenses. Oh, so it's weird. Like, it's just Nintendo-branded stuff now. Okay, uh, so well, I mean, Kawasaki. that doesn't,
1: I don't know, it doesn't come up as, like, something that's explored very much in this game. Like, it no. might be fun to see it, but you can't, there's no, like, gallery mode where you can zoom in on the jet skis and look at all their smooth curves no. and sort of painted undersides. No, no, nothing you have to, like that. You have to pay extra for that. <laughs>
2: Excuse me, what are you talking about? <laughs> undersides here? Yeah, I'm painted talking undersides. about Ray 64
0: Those are the wet sides. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so uh, gameplay-wise, this is pretty simple. We have a championship mode, we have a two-player versus mode, uh, a stunt mode, which is mostly just, like, getting to rings within a certain amount of time. Yeah, I
1: mean, this game does have tricks in it. You yeah. can do, like, handstands and sort of wiggle back and forth, but much, which you can do in real life, as everyone's demonstrating here, yeah um, <laughs> But, again, much like 1080, I feel like the tricks are just harder than they should be. Um, There's no tutorial mode that teaches you how to do them. And I don't think the game gives you sort of any bonus, aside from in the stunt mode, you get points. But it's like, if you're going to make stunt mode a thing, you really need to sort of train us on how to do these tricks.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think Um, so. I mean, it wasn't... Wasn't all that terribly exciting, um, and the stunts don't really matter in the main right. mode. Like they don't really give you a speed boost or anything. I so mean, it's this, this kind game of...
1: is like very bare bones. There's n- there's really nothing that gives you a speed. There's no like boost mechanic or no. boost pads or like the big thing here. jumps.
0: The big thing here is that it's not just a straight like race to the finish line. You have to kind of slalom between these different checkpoints yeah. to kind of maintain your power boost. If you uh, fail to hit one of the checkpoints, then your power will go down. Right. So there are like tangible consequences for well, missing and I think it. if
1: you miss five of the slaloms you just straight up lose the race oh do you yes yeah, yeah. it
0: never came to that for us and this is actually my first time playing this game as big as this game was uh I've never really encountered it because I don't know
1: but yeah no I mean it's a tough game to like yeah,
0: I think it's one of those games like if you had it as a kid you you probably loved the hell out of it sure. I didn't I never felt the need to seek it out
1: yeah it's a hard game to like really like hey come play this jet ski game I got and mm-hmm. you're like okay okay That's why not sure.
0: I mean we live on the ocean like we can we can go jet ski yeah but we don't
1: we, we don't like, but we could right, which saying. maybe says something about our affinity for jet skis in general which yeah is yeah low. I, but...
0: I couldn't even necessarily tell you where I could rent a jet ski but I bet okay. I can find out
1: I, I mostly know them from like continual lawsuits that went on in the island I grew up on of like whether or not people should be allowed to use them
0: Oh, that's right. You you grew up on an island, so you're like you're in your element here with all these. Oh yeah,
1: hundred percent. That was our whole life was uh, was just jet skis. And just like like we would have to take the jet ski to the grocery store every day. (laughs) My my brother got like little pegs on the back of his jet ski so I could learn.
0: (laughs) He put a baseball card in the exhaust (laughs) pipe.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: why not? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. um, I don't know, there's not a whole hell of well, a lot to say I about mean, this game. I think yeah. there's
1: more I think there's more than we're giving it credit for. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. the thing that is really important about this game and what's worth talking about is that this game feels like it really put effort into the water physics. Aside oh, yeah, from the yeah. water looking good, um, the game really feels like you're sort of <clears throat> bouncing along on the water. Like I feel like these other games that we played don't do as good of a job of capturing the feel of the surface that you're on. Because it's right. like, how is this game different than a just your sort of standard racer? Yeah, And it's yeah, because, yeah. well, water is unpredictable. Water moves in different ways. So you'll be going sort of one direction, and this big wave will come hit you, and you'll catch air, and then you'll be sort of totally off course.
0: Those and- were, like, my favorite parts in the game when those waves would just kind of roll in all of a sudden, and you'd get air all of a sudden, and, like, it... it- It was really fun. You're right. It feels different than... Yeah,
1: and the different courses have a really impressive, like, um, variety of sort of current. Yeah. Um, And, like, some of the levels, like, there's eddies that are going one way or the other, and you really have to sort of dodge around them to mimic the slalom. Like, I feel like it's a trade-off, because I do think when you first play this game, it is more frustrating. Yeah. Because you're like, why isn't my character going where I want him to do? Why are these waves coming and messing me up? Why do I have to go through these slaloms? But it adds sort of a level of challenge to the game that, I mean, there's only like, I think this game has eight courses in it and you yeah. have to unlock two or three of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's not like a ton here. Like the championship mode, you just play through all the courses and each one is probably less than three, four minutes long. Yeah. Which is fine. I support short courses. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but, like, they all graphically look pretty different. Um, and, yeah, they just – they really do a good job of, like, the harbor feels like there's sort of water coming from all sides.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: I, I think that that's impressive.
0: No, and that's definitely something that really sets this apart. Like, you know, when you're in the water, you really feel like you're in the water. I think they nailed that. Even if some of the tech is, like, a little dated, like, it's still – It works like it just. It works very well. I think this
1: game looks really good still. It does. The character models when they're like standing on the podiums are kind of blocky and quite the very Virtua fight- Fighter-y, almost said Virtua Farter, Virtua which Farter. Is, did not sell as well. <laughs> that was like from um, the makers of Who Wants to Beat Up a Millionaire is yeah, Virtua exactly. Farter. Yeah. Um, but like the levels don't have very much fog aside from the levels that are supposed to have fog. <laughs> exactly. I uh, love but, me
0: some good intentional
1: fog. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Do you yeah, think w- like
0: developers just breathe a sigh of relief? They're like, oh good, this level can like yeah. organically have fog. All right, We <laughs> yeah, don't need to exactly. try that hard.
1: Um it just I yeah, I am really impressed by just like the game looks bright and it looks realistic in a way that most N sixty four games don't. Like yeah. the crowd looks terrible, but yeah, everything oh, else yeah, looks yeah. looks decent. The crowd
0: looks like real crowds in stadiums now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's the cardboard cut out people, yeah. Um and I, I will say this game also kind of sad that it came out pre-Rumble Pack.
2: I feel yeah, like we don't yeah. play many of
1: these games with the Rumble Pack, but this really feels like one that would have benefited from the Rumble Pack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. So much of it is sort of getting hit and tossed around in the waves.
0: I think I have a copy of the GameCube sequel, like, rattling around somewhere sure. downstairs. I, I, I might want to try that and see. Uh, I know what GameCube doesn't have a Rumble feature, though.
1: Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah, the controllers have a Rumble. Oh, okay, built maybe in. I'm just,
0: like, blanking on that. Yeah, you, you I don't are. Know. They're, they're too. They're, it's all so, like, every system rumbles I mean, now, I think, so you just don't yeah, think about it. Yeah, everything
1: post ps2 yeah like once those controllers have the built-in rumble yeah, yeah there was that there was that weird intermediary of like at the start of the ps3 era when they somehow didn't have the rights to rumble in their controllers oh yeah and it was just the six axis and then they had to like abandon that very quickly and they're like we need to pay for this rumble technology
0: yeah, yeah thank god they came around on that uh yeah no i liked wave race like i i enjoy it i, I don't I, I think this kind of occupies a similar space of 1080 like we brought up before uh, recording. Like, it, it is uh, maybe not a game... Like, 1080 is a game I played a lot because yeah. I owned it. Sure. Like, it may not be a game I would seek out a lot now, but going back to it is still very fun. Right. And it's still very enjoyable. And it's like, I'm not... It's not like one of those things like, oh, man, I wasted my childhood playing this. (laughs) It's like, no, I could see like if I was a kid playing this. You wasted your childhood
1: in plenty of other ways.
0: Oh, there's so many ways. Oh, my
1: God. Playing 1080 was not one of them. No, I think that's right. And I think you like 1080 more than I do. And I'm guessing I liked Wave Race more than you do. And you grew up more with Wave Race. Well, I played it 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 a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think that, again, very similar to 1080. It's a game that doesn't have a lot of sort of initial like seeming content or like like flashy gameplay but it has enough there to like have depth and be like oh i want to go back to this and actually get good at it yeah and it gets more fun as you get better at it yeah um i think Lindsay has some thoughts on wave race Lindsay, tell us what you thought about wave race
2: well it's another one of those situations where you just said it where i think i didn't grow up with this game either i'd never i don't think you even heard of it before yeah and i'm getting closer i'm just telling you <laughs> And and so, like, I feel like I was frustrated with it because um, I am competitive and I wanted to do well. Mm-hmm. And like what he was saying, it's hard, I think, to get good at it, which for some people is really encouraging. It makes you want to try and figure it out. And I thought it was kind of too simple and too boring. But then again... I also didn't know it was one of the first games on the console. So if I'm just looking at it from an outside point of view, those were my perspectives. And I'd have a hard time with it. I had a hard time with it, and it made me a little angry. Okay.
1: Well, fair, fair. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just it's not like it's not a party game. No, it's not like you're gonna bust out some wave race and do the way you do with Mario Kart. It, right. It's really a game that sort of shines more in single player where you're actually, playing the same courses over and over. And I mean, encourage you to memorize where the slaloms are.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Let's move on to our next game here. We're staying in the water with a little game called Hydro Thunder. This was released February 29th, 2000. Leap Day, developed by Midway San Diego and published by Midway. And this was also released on Dreamcast, PS1, PS2, Xbox, GameCube, Windows, and Arcades. A wow. little bit of everywhere. Yeah. Uh, So if you have stepped foot in an arcade in the last 20, 25 years, you have probably overheard the game's distinctive Hydro Thunder. (laughs) Like, because even if you haven't played the game, like most arcades have this. It's a very,
1: very appealing looking design in this game. Yeah. Like it's very colorful. All the um, boats are like super sleek.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Very just, it like
1: looks very cool. They
0: all look like arrowheads, you know. Yeah. So it's like very cool.
1: I mean, this is an actual thing. I, it's like hydroplane racing. Yeah, is sort of what this is, is about.
0: It's like uh, superboats. They're really powerful, yeah. like boats. The love
1: superboats. Boats. boats <laughs> Superboat brothers. Superboat
0: brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is actually part of a series, which I didn't realize. The uh, Midway's Thunder series of racing games, which also included Off Road Thunder, Four Wheel Thunder, and Arctic Thunder, which we'll actually talk about again in a moment. Uh, the various home ports offer their own distinct reasons to play, so the N64 version is the only one with four-player functionality, oh, okay. so if you want that, that's cool.
1: Well, no, uh, spoiler alert, four-player functionality is bad. It's bad. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, the PS1 version has a career mode, which this game does not have, and the Dreamcast version had arcade perfect graphics. Okay. Uh, the PC version was actually a, bu- a budget title that was only available in Europe, so uh, good luck on that one. And then the game made its six Gen systems as part of uh, Midway's Arcade Treasures 3. So you can play it on Xbox, PS2, and uh, GameCube that way. So Midway was actually planning to develop a sequel to this for next-gen consoles, but the company uh, went bankrupt in 2009. A few of the developers jumped over to a motorboat racing game called H2 Overdrive, which was kind of built as a spiritual successor to this. Uh, but we did get a proper sequel uh, called Hydro Thunder Hurricane that hit the Xbox Live Arcade in 2010. I did not know this existed at all, but well, I looked at the reviews. <laughs> they're all really strong.
1: I mean, Xbox Live Arcade was sometimes stuff would just go there and die. Like, like it was Are those
0: just, accessible at all? Anymore? I believe so. I think okay. you can
1: still download them even on an Xbox One. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I've never tried. I was just curious. Yeah, I haven't really looked at that uh, field. The interface
1: still feels very weird and dated. Like the Microsoft Store on the computer feels very weird.
0: Oh, see, I only ever use the app. I've got the Game Pass app on my phone, and it makes it super easy. It's just like download to my (laughs) Xbox, boom, do it. Uh, so yeah, a little bit about this game. This uh, this has more in common with Wipeout than with Wave Race, I would say. Yes, or, and you know, it's it's.
1: I mean, this is a very this is a game by Midway, and it feels like a game by Midway. It's essentially, yeah. I'd say, the polar opposite of what Wave Race is. Yeah. yeah whereas yeah. that's a game where it's like, hey, check out our realistic physics. Check out our realistic physics. Like, take some time to sort of master the intricacies of this. Like hydro thunder is like. Look at all this crazy shit going on. Like we
0: is that got a dinosaur. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: There's a river boat you can hit. There's like boosts everywhere. There's the Titanic has just hit the glacier in the corner, yeah. and it's just like it, it. It very much feels like this is designed for the arcade because it's yeah. like you're happy to play every level once. There's some. This is the cruising of a uh, boat game. Very much.
0: Very much. Yeah. Al- although I would actually argue these are better than this Yeah, better than I, I would agree. Yeah. With that. Yeah. I would say. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, it, like most of the Midway arcade ports that we've covered on this show, this card is very bare-bones. We have single-player mode or uh, multiplayer mode, and that is it. Sure. really I mean, you're I mean really what, into what like, else do you want? No, like, I mean, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's really all you the, need, but... Yeah, it's just, it's very, there's not even like a time trial or anything like that. Yeah, it's just literally. Yeah, but I mean,
1: literally... really, does anyone ever play the time trials in this game? I feel like that's, that's that's like the one player Mario Party equivalent is playing time trials. I it's...
0: never knew that there were like unlockable characters in Mario Kart games because I never played time trial <laughs> oh, modes sure. because I hated so much.
1: Well, didn't so... they? I, I feel like eventually they got rid of it. What game had uh, unlockable time- characters you could only unlock via time trial? Double Dash.
0: Really? Yeah, Double okay. Dash had a few. Yeah, yeah. I think you could unlock Donkey Kong in that. I
2: think Diddy Kong.
0: Oh, Diddy Kong Racing did too.
2: Yeah, when you when you get the, yeah, you had the there definitely is. Don't you get the rooster that way?
0: I think so. We talked about this. It's at been one a, way. yeah. Drum it's been stick. a while. Can't we
2: remember stick. these things? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> been a, it's been a while on Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, um, there is
1: an unlockable rooster. I think you just have to run over a frog to unlock him. Um, oh, right, with a bow. That was so <laughs> weird.
0: Yeah, just run over this
1: frog.
2: There is definitely something with the time trials. I remember oh, something. You, you
1: unlock the clock man.
0: Clockman, that's yeah. it, yeah, 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 the that's Batman right, villain. TT or whatever his name yeah. is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so th- these are all futuristic superboats, and you are racing through uh, various wacky environments. I mean,
1: are they futuristic? I feel like I've seen yeah.
0: hydroplanes that look like
1: this. Well, like, but I, don't... I mean,
0: I think the settings are futuristic because, like, there's scenes in New York City where it's like underwater, you know, oh, unless okay, they just flooded okay, them for sure. you know shits and giggles, um, <laughs> which they might have done. Um, yeah, so it, it's it's pretty straightforward and streamlined in its gameplay. You yeah. you go fast, you know? <laughs> yep. You're, there, are, there aren't there are a lot of power-ups, there are just boosts that There's you need to pick up. blue boosts
1: that give you four <coughs> seconds worth of boost, and there are red boosts that give you nine seconds worth of boost. Perfect. And then you just hold R or Z, and like this cool flame shoots out of your boat butt, Yeah. and then you, uh...
0: <laughs> Technical term? Butt <laughs> of the, the butt of the boat.
1: I believe it may be the mm-hmm. stern. No, it's the poop deck. Poop deck. No, Wait, so aft
0: is the Front? No. No, that's oh, forward, forward. Aft is the back.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: And you get to run into things. And yes. they go crashing away to the side, which is kind of fun.
1: My- it has a very satisfying, like, run into stuff, and they all do about 10 flips. Yeah. Which I think is the same animation, actually, exactly as Cruising when you run into stuff.
0: Oh, no doubt.
1: No doubt. No,
2: they go side to side. Oh. And this one, oh. they go front over back. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hey. Hey.
0: There difference. are there are lots of opportunity for big, big air, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Lots of huge ramps, and uh, if you do clip something on your way up that ramp, you're just flipping in, in big circles.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you it's very, to... very forgiving. Oh, like, yeah. I jumped into a volcano and just sort of ended up flipping forward and lost, like, no speed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't think I'm telling uh, telling people that things that they don't know if they played this in the arcades, but Hydro Thunder is really fun. Yeah. It's very fun. Uh, it's a very enjoyable experience. I think... Uh, the the graphics have a little trouble keeping up and the issue that we ran into and this this is really weird that this came up twice in a row uh but this is the first time it came up when we when we play multiplayer we, if it's more than two players you're forced to play it in first person mode yeah which is strange like i don't recall encountering that in another game but I don't we tried so either. pressing everything and it it you're stuck in first person
1: 270 some games
0: yeah it's it's the only way to maintain the frame rate i think
2: Well, and the thing that was really hard with that is that if you get hit behind and you all of a sudden don't know that you've been hit and all you're facing backwards and you're looking up the hill and you're like, okay, why can't I turn around you think it's glitched, and you don't realize that you've even been hit, which right. is kind of frustrating.
0: Yeah, yeah, that could be a little much, and you know, but it is pretty fun to like flip around while you're in the air in first person. But I mean, I think chugs. Were, yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, I think the result here is this game isn't like a lot of multiplayer game. Like, it's just not as fun to play in multiplayer. One thing I like a lot about the single player mode is there's like sixteen boats, or maybe, yeah. maybe it's just eleven. But they're like, you can sort of just pound through them by boosting and just knocking them out of the way, which is very satisfying. And when you play the multiplayer, it's only you and the other players. Yeah. And it leads to the courses feeling pretty open and barren. Yeah. Like, again, it is forgiving because there's like very wide swaths of water that you can go through. Yeah. Um, But when there's not a lot of other boats there, it feels kind of tame.
0: And this isn't like you know wave race. It feels like you know you're you're on the ocean, and this doesn't feel like that. The waves don't really move in that sense. Right. Like it is more.
1: I mean, you're you're a little, is more little a driftier race. than like you would in a cart game. Sure,
0: but. yeah. I mean, it, it feels like you're you're racing on water, but it also feels much more responsive than if you were really racing on water.
1: Right. Well, I mean, like, like these these are like courses that I mean, wave race kind of had. I feel like wave race has the feeling of like you're just sort of one side of the course is just out to the ocean. Yeah. And you're just getting waves and current from there. Whereas here everything has been like designed off and fenced off. It's like Oh yeah. It's limit. like
0: it's like there's an aqua track through the middle of a yeah. landlocked area. You exactly. know, it's so like, there's yeah. not
1: gonna be any current there.
0: It's like a canal, you know, and there's always a canal or a fjord or yeah. an inlet, you know.
1: Yeah. Um, like a lot of um Fun, but again, much the same way as like Cruising world, you go race the quote unquote Far East. yeah, and there's just like sort of generic Asian statues in the corner or like Greece, and it's like, I don't think this actually matches the landscape of what Greece looks like. no, but
0: no, yeah, that's I don't okay. Think, I don't think necessarily. But what was the game we played recently that like Seattle was just like a series of tunnels it was
1: Mickey Speedway? That's
0: it. yeah, Mickey Speedway, like you don't even see the space needle in that game. no, <laughs> like, what the fuck. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I did feel that this game struggled a bit graphically. Like, I think I think the, it
1: looks really good. Like, the, I mean, like the boat I really like the good. design. It's really bright and colorful, but...
0: and it does also have that that cruising thing where like. All the things that are kind of attacking you feel like they're two dimensional, while everything else feels three dimensional. Yes. You know, like like you're suddenly being attacked by a Mortal Kombat one character. You know, I mean, like the
1: physics feel very papery. Very like when papery. you whack into stuff, they go flying, and it's it's fun and entertaining, but it doesn't feel right.
0: No, it's very hot knife through butter kind yeah. of thing. You're you're not you're not feeling getting any resistance when you're smashing through a cruise liner. Um, yeah, but, you know, there's not a whole lot to say about Hydro Thunder, but I enjoyed it. I really, I had a really fun, like, goofy time I with mean, it. This, I've enjoyed this, it in the arcade. I enjoy it in the home.
1: It's a fun game to play for a limited amount of time. Yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah. I don't know how much sort of mileage you would get out of it, because once you see all the goofy things the courses have to offer. One thing I really like is rather than going around in a series of laps, um, you, you know, the, the levels is different the whole time. Yeah. So you're seeing different things through each lap of of the race.
0: And I do like a good game with, you know, shortcuts and, and different trails and things that you can find. And this one has a few of those, you know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hydra Thunder is fun. Solid fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Totally, totally enjoyed it. Let's move on to our last game today. And I, I did lump it in just because it's racing on water. But honestly, this fits in really well with these two games. Like, even though the I terrain like, is slightly different. Yeah,
1: like the, the, the two games that we play, Wave Race, Hydro Thunder, they're kind of on different ends of what they're trying to do. This game... Sort of has no goal of what it's trying to do. Yeah, it's and sort of in like, the middle.
0: It's yeah. this is a very beige game. Uh, this game is called Polaris Snowcross, and that's S N O, not with a W. You okay. sons of bitches. <laughs> released December twenty seventh two thousand. Dev- developed by Vicarious Visions and published by Vatical Entertainment. Vatical. Vatical, dude. This was also <laughs> released on Game Boy Color, PlayStation, and Windows. So a little bit about these developers. Uh, Vicarious Visions is still around yeah. and actually kind of a big deal. Uh, is this the, game, the first
1: Vicarious Visions game we this played. Did is, we play them for Spider-Man? Did they do that game?
0: Yeah, they did do Spider-Man. No, okay. Yeah, this is slightly. So we associate them with Neversoft. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of their very first games. And it's they they kind of built their reputation on developing really excellent handheld ports of oh, okay. like console Activision games. So their claim to fame mostly is the handheld Tony Hawk games. Which are excellent. Which are excellent. Yeah, all of them. Even on the Game Boy Color. They play really well. Hmm um yeah they did all of those they were also the team that brought a uh, guitar hero to the ds with that weird oh. like little clip in peripheral yeah. that, where you would hold it like a Talkboy,
1: which i have never played I, I i don't know that seemed like i played st- it it cramps your hand like a son yeah. of a bitch it's also like a bad idea what are you gonna do like play guitar hero on the bus yeah uh, <laughs> with other people w- listening like you just feel very any any sound based game for your game boy is not a yeah, well thought out product i'm not
0: gonna play it yeah generally but i have played this one a little bit and I, it's a it's a good one if you're a fan of wacky peripherals because i think this is the only game that used this okay. <laughs> little clip on guitar controller uh this was also the team uh that developed uh, a couple of really great console games like star wars jedi academy crashed nitro Kart, the xbox port of doom 3 ultimate spider-man and the skylanders series hmm. they most recently were acquired by activision in 2005 and just this year they put out the excellent tony hawk's pro skater one and two remake which i loved and have played to death yes uh, Vatical Entertainment, meanwhile, has gone on to no acclaim. <laughs> uh, the company doesn't even have a Wikipedia page anymore. Their most notable game we've actually talked about already. It was Bomberman 64: The Second Story. Uh, and how do you the...
1: come up with the name Vatical? I don't like, know. We once we okay. We can't it's be, ra- we can't be Radical Entertainment because that's probably taken. Yeah.
2: Are they religious? What if,
1: like, Vatican?
2: Like,
1: Vatican, <laughs> they're based out of Vatican <laughs> City, like a badass pope, like Pope with a skateboard and like <laughs> sunglasses. And he's like, Hey, man, Vatican Cardinal Racing at 2000. Yeah. Yes, uh, let's go. I have no other idea. <laughs> That's the best guess I've heard. So, yeah, I don't
0: know what Vatican means. Either way, the company seems to have gone under in 2001, they've left no paper trail.
1: Uh, a they little just, bit of just left a trail on the snow. A little, little bit
0: on the development of this game. The PC version of this was released in 2001 under the title Snowcross They did have a W in there and they did not have a uh, Polaris license. Okay. It was rebundled by a French developer as a budget game. Uh, so that's two games in a row that have been re released as a budget game in Europe. Uh, The box art boasts the hopeful tag: "The first snowboarding game for the Nintendo 64." It says snowboarding, (laughs) or I'm sorry, snowmobiling. Sorry, autocorrect did not recognize snow snowmobiling on my phone. Uh, not only was it the only one on the N64, it is one of the only ones in the genre, period. Yeah. So, aside from this, we have two games in the Sled Storm series for PS1. Okay. We have an arcade game, what we just talked about, called Arctic Thunder, part of the Hydro Thunder series. Sure. And we have Ski doo Snowmobile Challenge for the <laughs> Xbox 360. You could also, I mean, you can control snowmobiles in like Far Cry and games like that. Um, but it's.
1: I mean, it feels like a difficult sell like as an idea because i mean there are a lot of snowboarding or skiing games and i feel like that's just what people associate and want to play yeah like you, that that's sort of the identity of you're going down a mountain so you have sort of less control yeah and when you have a snowmobiling game how do you differentiate from just a generic cart racer
0: yeah have either of you been on a snowmobile before
1: no, no okay we're, we're, we're shaking our heads
0: they're no. shaking their heads at visual medium uh Yeah, the my my only experience with a snowmobile is being dragged behind one when I broke my collarbone like skiing when I was in seventh grade. Uh, so you
1: didn't get the full experience. I didn't get the full experience. That's not a mode in this game where (laughs) you dragging
0: a corpse or or being an injured person. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be more
1: interesting actually if this was like an EMT rescue simulator. Yeah, that actually that that that's actually not a bad idea for like a An open world snowmobiling game or just like mountain safety simulator. I like where you go and just rescue people on the mountain and you get some like climbing mini games in
0: there.
1: Hello, Hollywood
0: of video games, which is probably what?
1: Uh, Silicon
0: Valley? Maybe still? No, because it's like so spread out everywhere.
1: I don't know. It might be Seattle.
0: Might even be (laughs) Seattle. Yeah, Nintendo, Microsoft are all there. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, so this game only sold 60,000 units. That puts it on a level with games like Top Gear Hyperbike and Penny Racers. So... (laughs) Not a, not a big hit. Company. Not a big. Not a not a beloved series. And uh, Polaris, uh, the snowmobile company. Can you believe this is their only game? They right. never made another video game. Somehow
1: I can't believe it. Did they make Did they make the library integration software we use? They uh, did. at the public library. They did. Yeah, that's absolutely. the name of our
0: software. Absolutely, it's <laughs> but, the same company. Oh, good.
1: They, 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 they transferred all of their <laughs> engineering skills and experience for how to track library items. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. This is all right. This is another game that is uh, pretty bare bones in terms of. Uh, uh, modes. We have a championship mode for one to four players, and we have a what was it? A quick start or an instant? Ma- instant action. Instant action. That was it. Yeah, because we were making jokes
1: about that. Like yeah.
0: quick start, we hilarious have been making jokes. mature jokes man, about instant were, action. Man, there were good jokes. If only, if only you only... could have been there, listeners. Oh, if you guys were here, you yeah. would have been laughing divide. right That's now. That's
1: gonna be our next Patreon episode. Everyone comes to Steve's house and <laughs> <having> we <laughs> make unfunny jokes. Yeah, come on, guys, come on over.
2: I thought we made better jokes about trying to get the game to work.
1: We did, we
0: did. We. This is a game that was borderline, did not work. Yeah. Uh, had to take multiple swabs with uh, rubbing alcohol. This is clearly it's, a well-loved game. Though
1: for what it's worth, I feel like if the game hadn't worked, we probably could have faked it. Like, we could have gotten to this point with you describing it, and yeah. then, like, just generally describe... Because this game plays, if I said... Mediocre snowmobiling game. You got it. You you know yeah, how this no, game uh, plays.
0: My my understanding of this game is exactly the same, having played it and not played yeah, it. Like it exactly. is, it is a Schrodinger's game. Like it,
1: it's you either can dead at, or alive. You can look at the picture. You look at the cartridge art, and you're like, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah,
2: Parking. yeah,
0: you do, you do, and yeah, you really, really do. This is a snowmobile racing game. Uh, and that's really about it. You are on a snowmobile. You are racing. You have different weather conditions, different times of day. But they don't
1: affect anything. Like, Not th- if it's dark, then your headlight on your snowmobile shows ahead. Or if it's snowy, it's harder to see. But, yeah, yeah. And very generic courses. Like, there's a farm. There's one called Hunter Don. Like, it's just everything is very bland. Um, it's just it's it's one of those games that like.
0: Maybe if I were in a better mood, I would say it's like an average game. I think because you'd have to I'm be in a, in a weird...
1: pretty good mood to say this was an average. Like, game. Like
0: because it's not like it's not like broken. It's not unfunctional. No. You know, you can you'll, you'll finish if you're, a...
1: if you're like cut off line for what makes an average game is is it functional? Right. I feel like you got to raise your standards yeah, a little definitely, bit. Definitely, like, definitely. I, I, Space Invaders was a more engaging game than this. It really was. <laughs> like, yeah, because that you had like power ups. That was there's some sort of an attempt to do something like. Whereas I think Wave Race succeeds because that game feels right. Yes. This game does not feel right. Your, it doesn't feel right. Your, your it do, snowmobiles yeah. don't feel like they have any impact at all.
0: It doesn't necessarily feel like you're on a snowmobile. Like there's nothing that really makes it feel distinctive, you know? Like, I don't know. What do you think, Lindsay?
2: Well, when we were playing the multiplayer version, like we we did what, three laps. Very, very boring. Yeah. Repetitive. And for 95% of the time, I was in first, Steve was in second, Yeah. Woody was in third. Oh my God, right at the end, Steve got past me. And was, I think he ran into me, but otherwise they're like, there's no... It was
0: just sheer kind of dumb luck. Yeah,
2: like there, there's like, if you go off to the side of the track, you're still going to the same speed unless you like literally hit the edge and fall off your snowmobile. Yeah. That's it.
0: And I mean, I don't I don't know who out there needs like a realistic snowboarding game I w- or a snowmobiling game. Well, no, I, I would like it to be goofier. I would like it to, a, I don't know. I mean,
1: it needs to be one or the other. It's so nothing. It's like, just nothing. We didn't like the NASCAR games, but like those sort of knew what they were and like they put sort of mo- depth in there. Oh yeah, they, and, they had more of an identity. Than yeah, this and this game, like there's just no, this is a game without incident. There's no. just a hill and you just go down the hill, but there's nothing that happens that's the least bit engaging.
0: So you're saying this is the N64's answer to waiting for
1: Godot? Yeah, this is like Samuel Beckett designed an (laughs) N64 game, and this was it.
2: Well, and somehow you're going downhill the entire time, but you do multiple laps.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: It's a good point. I didn't notice that.
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even notice that. At least Snowboard Kids addresses that. You have to get on a ski lift at the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, Yeah, there's there's just so little to hang your hat on here. It's like...
1: We it, I mean it is aggressively fine. Yeah. Again, again, you're just being very generous with the word fine. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um there's just like there's just yeah, there's so little. I was gonna comment and then I realized I had no comment.
0: It's okay. So. It's okay. We don't you know, yeah. That's all right. lindsay Lindsey's got a comment.
2: Well, I was just gonna say on your comment, anybody who says anything is fine mm-hmm. knows that it's not fine. <laughs>
0: it's like uh, it's like girl language according to stand-up comedians in not the nineties. <laughs>
2: No, no, my boyfriend does it. Does he? Don't tell him he doesn't listen to this.
0: He doesn't listen to my show. Oh, my God. I'm going to yell
2: at
1: him. (laughs) I'm going to yell at him. He knows all the hateful things we say about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now you have to listen, right? I feel like
0: you are.
2: he agree with you all the time. Don't worry about <laughs> okay. it.
0: I feel like you are the person that we reference the most. That's like not on the show. Like we make fun of you when you're not here. So, it's <laughs> I, a sign of love. I
2: mean, I'm really flattered. <laughs> I think. I mean, you, in the very beginning, you wanted to kill me off the show. Yeah, yeah. Which obviously hasn't happened. Not so yet. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. Like, what is it? Sticking power.
0: You know you're 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 really good in key demos.
2: (laughs) I just think that Woody really likes to make himself sound better by making me look bad. I think that's what
1: it is. Well, we all know that I am <laughs> the weak link of the two main hosts of this show. So what? I need I need something to sort of <laughs> wildly accurate. Wildly <laughs> now. Quantum anyway, is the weak link. Yeah, fair enough. We we have lost track. Our that's This snowmobiling okay. game is tearing us apart. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, who would have thought? Can yeah. Can we move on to pleasanter conversations? We like have we have nothing
0: we games? have nothing else to talk about with these games except the, to yeah, rank very them. weirdly yeah.
1: this game in the mul- multiplayer mode again also put us in that first player first person yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is just very odd since we had not encountered it in twice in a row and it ruins it ruins the multi
0: it it just it kind of does. I mean, I don't know. Not that you
1: want Not that you were excited to play this game multiplayer anyway. But I think it makes I think there
0: are good. some people who really prefer to play racing games in first person. I could just never you really need, get behind
1: it. I feel like you need some like cockpit. I know is that what it's called yeah, in a car? Yeah, yeah. A cockpit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Um, where you can see the controls and this like your hands and the steering wheel. Yeah. Sorry. You need some I, kind of like because some... otherwise there's no sense of how wide your vehicle is.
0: Yeah. You can't yeah, see
1: more, people in your more periphery. Than that.
2: You need context. So like if you're actually inside the car, you're gonna to see your mirrors or you have access to your mirrors like you can do the rear view thing in mario kart you can't we tried all the different c buttons and everything you can't look back you can't look to the sides in this at all no
0: no no you can't i mean there's just no real way to check your periphery or find out like if anyone's coming up on you or yeah just not a whole lot to not a whole lot to go on here i think we're ready to move on to our rankings of these three games uh each and every week we are ranking the different games that we have played Uh, I'm going to start us off this week. Um, I feel like we got two pretty solid little fun games and one kind of little dud. Uh, It's not even like a super noteworthy dud. I think it's going to fall into that mediocre middle zone for me. Um, I am going to put Wave Race as my highest slot. This is going to be number 47, which is going to be right under 1080 and right above Turok Rage Wars. I think this is a very pretty, very well-designed, very fun game. I think it's instantly intuitive. I think they tried to push things forward a lot and it just doesn't have a whole hell of a lot of personality to set it aside. Like I would even argue 1080 has a little bit more personality. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's perfectly solid and really fun. And Hydro Thunder is sneaking in right underneath that at number 48 because I feel like Hydro Thunder really nails like dumb, fast arcade fun. The graphics really don't, hold up, I don't think. I think it just gets really scrambly if you look beyond like 10 feet ahead of you. But uh, what's here is really fun and it's it's kind of hard to resist it when it gets real goofy. And then Polaris Snowcross for me is going way the fuck down at number 193. That's underneath Hey You Pikachu. I would rather yell at a yellow rat than
1: play this <laughs> Yeah, game. but in, in all fairness, that's like one of your favorite activities. It is, I it do. Is.
0: Yeah, yeah, one of my dogs is a yellow
1: rat that I <laughs> yell at constantly. Yeah. Um, well, after hearing your rankings, I feel like we're back to our regular dynamic of uh, me feeling like I like the game more than you, and then ranking it lower. Um, we <laughs> and had, we, had, we say, had a couple yeah. weird, uh, weird weeks there where we very much differentiated. I feel
0: like we were, I feel first- like you're gonna be regretting that Ready to Rumble. You're gonna be waking up in a couple <laughs> weeks, like in
1: sweats, just like, oh god, why did I rank Ready to Rumble so low? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe because that game was bad was anyway really good. um so wave race i like the most i'm putting it number 77 okay which is right under Mega Man 64 cool. um yeah wave race is a fun game um if it was the only game you owned you might have put more hours into it as sure. is um you probably won't practice it too much but it is a neat game and it really does something that no other game on the system really does yeah. which is yeah effort into the feel of your terrain yeah um, which does make it stand out um Hydro Thunder is also a lot of fun. I'm putting it at number 95, mm. which is somewhere around Magical Tetris Challenge. I don't know where these lists are. Yeah, I'll um, figure it out. Snow Cross was very bad. Yeah. Um, was so unremarkable. Just talking about it made me want to rank it lower than I did. <laughs> but I'm putting it at number 226, Oof. which is behind Dark Rift. Whatever, whatever Dark Rift was. God, Some I, bad fighting game. Yeah,
0: I will give you $1,000 if you could name one character in Dark Rift. Oh, man. 1000 <laughs> cold hard cash right now. Lexar. On the- <laughs> that might be right. <laughs> Shit. Okay. I'll 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 write you a check. Fuck. Uh Lindsay, where are these got oh, so Lindsay's list is a little shorter than ours. Right now, your number 1 is Mario Kart 64, Natch. Your number 0. Wait, wait.
2: Are you going through all of them?
0: No, I'm not going go through okay, all. I see your your top, your top is Mario Kart, your bottom is Duke Nukem 0 hour, which did suck quite a bit. Uh where are you putting these?
2: Um so obviously, I've played a lot more awesome games. Yeah,
0: you have. You you had a pretty good list. Right? I,
2: if anybody's Actually, paying attention to my rankings, I commend you mm-hmm. because you are paying way more attention than anybody else. Except me. Um, well, that's because you have it on an Excel spreadsheet. Yes. So, it's, you don't even have to try that hard, Steve.
0: I don't. I love um, that. I love That's my favorite part of it. I, I love <laughs> not trying hard.
2: I have an Excel sp- set, uh, spreadsheet for my budget. All right. That, that's what level. All right, let's move this along, <laughs> Lindsay. We're getting real boring here. I mean, my list is boring. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I have what? It's like 11 already on the list. Yeah. Um, so, I put Hydro Thunder because I really enjoy the fun yeah. at 11. I enjoy and, fun, too. And then you guys convinced me to switch, actually, and I'm putting Wave Race at 12 mm-hmm. and Polaris at the bottom, which I think is 14 now.
0: Wow. Okay, so these are all kind of low mainly, for you.
2: Mainly because it was boring. Okay. No, no, what do you want it back? No, it's mine now. You can't take it away. I'm talking forever and you can't stop me. Oh,
0: damn it. She's hijacked the airwaves.
2: Give me another beer, please.
1: <laughs> we do have one letter to go for this Wait, week. Oh, you have I have else? exciting updates about Dark Rift. Oh, yeah, bring it. One, it was the first N64 game that was 60 frames per second. And two, they don't list a single character name on the Wikipedia page. So, so le- it remains
0: a mystery. Lexar is probably yeah. right. We have one letter this week, and uh, we've actually gotten quite a bit of feedback on this topic. So I'm very happy to hear about it.
1: How can we only have one letter if we've gotten feedback?
0: Well, I've heard there was an Instagram post. Like Ah. I don't know, I didn't count that as a letter. It was just some. It was just somebody talking to me. Uh, (laughs) Hi, Woody and Steve. So I've thought about it all day, and this is the best I can do when I try to find black main characters in non-sports games before the N64. Okay. Michael Jackson. Ooh. Toe Jam and Earl. I don't know. Knuckles. I really don't know about that one. Black Bomberman, the black Power Ranger, and the Power Rangers beat him up for Super NES. That one's accurate. Okay. He was a black man underneath the armor. Okay. In addition, here are some borderline cases you might consider. Kane from Final Fantasy IV is sometimes depicted with darker skin than every other character. Okay. Saying that, in more modern depictions, he's clearly white or Asian. His face is almost entirely covered up by a mask, and for most of the game, he's a villain, not a hero. Likewise, General Leo in Final Fantasy VI is black in his menu portrait, although he's white on his field sprites. Okay. So art of him usually depicts him as darker skinned. Even so, he's only playable for one battle and is immediately killed. Oh, bam! Thirty-year-old game spoilers. <laughs> also, Aladdin in the Aladdin games for Genesis is Middle Eastern and has darker skin. Uh, <laughs> okay. If the if the above list seems pathetic, it's because it is. Thank you for helping me recognize the terrible, terrible racism of early retro gaming. That's from Aaron. He also says, P.S. Kirby clearly feels like one of those squishable stress balls. Oh, yeah. I think so. I've got one. Hang on. (laughs)
1: Lindsay,
0: squeeze that. Do you think that feels like Kirby would?
2: My guess is, but I also just wanted to say, obviously, this person is a fan of Final Fantasy, yeah. and you can be my friend
0: now. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. <laughs> all it takes to be Lindsay's friend. It's true, <laughs> it's... yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Michael Jackson has come up, but, I mean, he was another one that, like, yeah, his game was not a sports game. It was an action game, but he is a real
1: guy. Yeah. Same with Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. Um, or I mean, in some way, not that the black power ranger is a real guy, but like yeah. he's based on an actor. He's not, he's a based on an actor. Yeah. Who, who is African American. The um, and then all those other, also it, it feels very weird to list like toe jammer Earl, <laughs> even yeah. though like playing it on Xbox, you're like, Oh, this is clearly what this game is referencing. They're, but they're like, cl- they're clearly like co-opting like hip hop
0: culture, but they're
1: aliens. Yeah. Come
0: on. They're aliens. Uh, I will shout out Blake Bickerstaff who sent me uh, a, a, article on Instagram, uh, from now this, where they were going a little bit more into the history of black characters in video games. And there are a couple that we missed. So there was a, th- arguably the first one was an obscure PC game from 1985 called Cyborg, which did have a black main character. Okay. I think for our purposes, like when we were talking about Shadow Man being the first like above the title like black man's yeah. main character, it was actually preceded. Uh, there was one game that came out a year before and you'll forgive me for having forgotten about this game. <laughs> It's called Akuji the Heartless. Yeah, okay,
1: I know this game. Yeah,
0: by Crystal Dynamics. It's probably better to give this title to Shadow Man (laughs) because they're both kind of dealing with, like, voodoo mythology, but Akuji is, like, a 1930s B-movie witch doctor. Okay. Whereas Shadow Man is a, like, complex, like, richly developed character with agency. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, okay, it's one of those, yeah, Akuji got there first, I guess, but, like
1: that game probably not as good as Shadow Man.
0: Probably not as good as yeah. Shadow Man, which was uh quite good. Yeah. Yeah, check out Shadow Man.
1: Um yeah. <laughs> that, that's our that's our takeaway from our Wave Race episode. Our takeaway from our Wave Shadow Race Shadow episode Man. is
0: listen to last week's episode. Yeah. yeah. It
1: was better we weren't so upset by everything.
0: You know, uh looking back uh as drunk as I am, I'm not even all that drunk, but you know, like you can't super tell. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just as articulate as usual. Which is bad. That's a bad thing to say. <laughs> Um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We, we apologize
1: been, for this episode. We apologize. We for We apologize nothing. for the world you're probably living in on Saturday, but maybe uh, not. Who
0: knows? I hope it's a better place that the world is uh, uh, listening to on the, this on Saturday. That's a that's not a sentence. <laughs> you know um, what we mean. <laughs> we are Ultra Sixty Four podcast and all the different social media things. Hey, you know what? T- hop over to iTunes and give us a, give us a rating. Give us a five star rating and a review. That really helps us out. Or write us a we letter. Have an, Yeah, write us a letter. We love a good letter. So thank you for sending those. We always love them. Tune in next week. Oh my God, you are definitely not going to want to miss next week because we are playing... Legend of Zelda: Majora's Whoa. Mask, and in addition to that, we're gonna have some big announcements Whoa. about the future of the show. We've got so much stuff to do. So if you listen to one episode of this show, make it next week's. I don't know, <laughs> I, well, but I can't confused, give you that message unless because, you listen to this week's right. shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So if you listen to one episode of this show, listen to this one because you already did. Okay. And then, but if you to listen to two, two, listen to this and next, next week. week. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. yeah, it's gonna be good. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you, thanks Lindsay for being here, Lindsay. Me. And keeping and us company letting us abuse you as usual we love you Lindsay it's
2: okay I'm used to it even off mic
0: off mic on so mic so this is
2: like good for me this it's good. okay this we're good this is
0: therapeutic this is therapeutic she gives as good as she gets I promise oh, alright thanks everybody for listening and uh, in the meantime uh, everybody strap on your jet ski and hit the water
1: cause it's November ride your dolphins You yeah, ride them dolphins yeah. running this. let's go I'm on a boat
2: I'm on a boat everybody look at me i'm sailing on a, I'm on, a I'm on a boat i'm on a boat i'm on a boat take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat i'm on a boat motherfucker take a
1: look at me straight floating on a boat on the deep sea bus if i not win we've been my coat you can't stop me motherfucker cause i'm on a boat your drink. i'm on a boat bitch we drinking santana champ cause it's so crisp i got my swim trunks am i flipping I'm flippin flippin floppies? floppies i'm flipping burgers you at go straight flipping cabbies i'm riding on a dolphin doing flips and shit the dolphin's splashing, getting everybody away but this ain't sea world this is real as it gets i'm on a boat motherfucker, don't you ever forget i'm on a boat and it's